Parsha Sav, Lakuti Sicha Schilgir Beis, Sicha Aleph, in a Perak, Perak Zion, Pasik Yud Aleph, the Parsha starts telling us about the Zevach Hashlamim. And it, tells, it says like this Zois Torah Zevach Hashlamim, this is the Torah of the Zevach, the carbon of the Shlamim, Asher Yaakov Lahashem, which you should bring as an offering to Hashem. Pasik Yud Beis continues. That if you decide to bring a toida, a hikriv al zavach toida chalis matzis plus b'shemen, so what you need to do is you need to bring the korban toida with chalis of which are matzah, which are dipped, which are mixed with oil, rukike matzis meshuchem b'shemen, and then you also have to bring crackers of matzis which are anointed with oil, but soilus murbechas chalis blulus b'shemen, and you also need to bring flour which is scolded. Uh, and afchales, which are mixed with oil. So Rashi discusses these words. So Rashi So Rashi quotes the words of the pasuk im So when you read that, you bring a thank you. A toida is a thank you offering. Of course, the question is, what are you bringing the thank you for? And whatever the answer is going to be, you also have to prove it. So Rashi is going to explain what would be the thank you for and what the proofs would be. So Mefarish, im al-dvar haidal al If it's for a thank you for a miracle that's being done to him, kagayin, yorde hayam ha-holchim idbaris, v'chavushe beis ha-asurim, v'choyle The four are those who come from the sea, those who have gone through the desert, those who have been released from jail, and a chayla who has been healed. They need to thank Hashem. As it says in Tehillim, in Kapitel Kavzayim, they, they will thank Hashem for His kindness and for the wonders that He's done to man, and they will sacrifice sacrifices of toida, of thanksgiving. So if the person makes a nether because of one of these uh, four, four reasons, so these, these uh, korbonis, if he makes a, a nether to bring a shlamim because of one of these four things that happened, then that korban would be considered a shalmei And what's the difference between a regular Shlomim, and a shlomim, which is a taida. So the first difference is that they need the breads and the matzahs that we just spoke about. They also can only be eaten for the day and night. So the difference is a shlomim does not need any of these chalis matzahs. And the second difference is a shlomim is able to be eaten for two days and a night. The taida, you need to bring it with these chalis matzahs. And... It's only able to be eaten for one day and for one night, as we will explain here. But Sarach Lahavin, so we have a few questions on Rashi. First of all, Haloi Taida Prusha Haida Stan. So Manole Le Rashi Le Daing Shimal Taida Hakasav Khan Hainu Hadala Nes Dafke. He says the word Taida means thank you. So where does Rashi know that the thank you that the Torah is referring to over this Taida that you bring is specifically for a Nes? Where does he know that from? Rashi 
says, even if Rashi does have a proof that it's specifically, the thank you has to be, the korban has to be specifically for Anais, where does Rashi know that it's specifically these four miracles, uh, these four miracles and nothing more? The four miracles, again, are those who cross the sea, the desert, they were released from jail, or a that is healed. So, and if you're going to say the source is from the Pasuk and Tehillim, that that capital and Tehillim only mentions these four miracles. So, but, he says, even, he says, that that capital and tone does have four, but the Shailah is, how would he know that these, our Pasek, is only for these four individual miracles that you need to bring, you need to bring the carbon Taida. It's very possible that you actually have to bring for all Nisim. I, the, the capital and Tilm that just mentions four, the capital and Tilm is mentioning four examples, probably four, maybe four common examples that you would have to bring the carbon Taida for. But the capital and Tilm is not necessarily telling you it has to be specifically these four. Many, there's many, and these are four that it, it brings as an example. So where does Rashi know, Pepshute Shal Mikra, that it's specifically only these four? Gimel. So that's the first question of Rashi. That this on, on Rashi is, where does he know this idea of Haidah, that it's on miracles and specifically these four? Gimel. Gam imina kasuv muchach shorak al dala nisim elu chayav mekarvan taidah. Lama hutzach Rashi perushe kan sheinu sefer alachas lafar teskulam. Har masbek lavanas pshutes shemikra. Shiavi achme hamitur dugma. He says, even if you want to say that these four miracles, it is mochich, there's a proof on the Pasuk that it's specifically these four. Wherever we're going to answer for the question one and two, once we answer those, we'll still have another question is, why does Rashi need to tell us and specify that it's these four specifically? For Havanas Pshutash Mikra, give one example. And say Bechulu or Moshe Kasev in, in Tehillim, and then you'll know if you want to know what the other examples are, go look over there. But uh, for the understanding of our Pasik, it doesn't seem like it's relevant. The important part is that it's you bring the Haida for her miracle. Dalit. Mahi Kvanis Rashi, Bohe Sifu. Lech Laachas Shemifartis Adala Nisim, Im Al Achas Me'ela, Nadar Shlom Halalu, Shalme Taitahem Bechulu. Now the question is, it seems like at the end of Rashi, he says something which is extremely obvious. He says at the end that if for one of these miracles you bring a, you make a nether to bring shlalim, nether shlalim halalu, then there will be considered shalmei taida. Well, obviously, that's exactly what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says that if you bring a zavach shlalim, and, it's a, it's a, and you bring it for a taida, which Rashi already explains that it means a miracle, then you have to do whatever it says in the Pasuk. What exactly is Rashi adding by saying, by adding these words? That's Pasha, literally Pasha Pshan in the Pasuk. Hey, Arba Elu Shetzrich Lahaydis, Mavin Rashi, the Seder, Yorde Hayam, Hayam, Holchim in Barriyas, Chavushe Besasurim, Vachoilish in Esrape. The Ene Muva, Lama Shina Rashi, Ha Seder Shakos, Baham Kalashan Rashi, Batilim, Holchim in Barriyas, Choifshe Besasurim, 
Why does Rashi change the Seder of these four miracles from how it is listed in um, Sefer Tehillim? Rashi brings first the Yam, then the Midbar, then Jail, and then the Chayla that he's healed. But in Tehillim, it switches around. First comes the Midbar, then comes Beis Asurim, then comes Chayla Shinesrapa B'yodayan. Or in other words, Rashi puts Yerde Hayam at the beginning, uh, while the Pasuk actually puts Yerde Hayam at the end. So why did it switch it? He says, don't answer that the reason why Rashi puts it in this order is because Rashi's giving examples. So he wants to give the examples which are the most common. So he brings these examples that, uh, and he brings it also in the order which would be the most common. Mashiach in the Pasuk in Tehillim, it's not trying to explain you something. The Pasuk in Tehillim, for whatever reason David Melech would have had, he's trying to, he has a different purpose, and therefore he would bring in a different order. But Rashi's purpose is, of course, just to explain to us what the Pasuk means, and therefore he would give us the most common cases, and he'd do it in that order. He says, but you can't even answer that. He says, that's not true, because this order that Rashi brings is not the most common, uh, he didn't bring in the, mo- the, the miracles in the most common, which happen most often. Why? How do we know this? Because the Gemara also brings these four uh, miracles, but it brings it in a different order. It brings it differently than Rashi has, and also different than what's in the Pasuk and Tehillim. The Gemara brings, Yerde Hayam, Holche Midbaris, so Tesis asks Lachaira uh, that in the Pasuk in Tehillim, the first one is Halcha Midbar, while in the Gemara it brings Halcha Midbar as the second. Why did it switch the order? So Vitirtu the Kra Nakat Seda Hamasukanim Yaser Tehila, Gumar Nakat Hamatsuyan Tehila. So Tosis' answer is that David Amalek brings according to what was the most dangerous. Therefore, he brings. Um, therefore, he brings. Because uh, his al is the most dangerous. But the Gemara is bringing according to what's the most common, and the one that's most common is the Yordei Hayam. So Rashi, why does Rashi bring in his order? Rashi's order is not the, what's the most dangerous, and it's also not what's the most common. So the Fiza Yiksha Oyeser say the Pierce Rashi. So Rashi doesn't fit according to either of these Siddhar. And question Vav, Lama Nakir Rashi Khailish and Srapi Balashan Yahi Vishar Gimel Sugim Balashan Rabbi. Why does Rashi mention a Khaila, which is a Yalashan Yahi, a sick person that becomes healed? While all the other ones are always Balashan Rabbim, Hulchemid Buryas, those who go, it's always a plural, it's a group. He says, Noisavulaza, Hargam Bizesh Shina Bizab Balashan Agmar. The Gamar he Rashi also in order to do this, Rashi had to change from the Lashon of the Gemara. So you can't even answer, oh, Rashi was just using the Lashon of the Gemara. He says, you can't, because even the Gemara doesn't have that Lashon. He changes it, so it must be for a reason. The Gemara has it like this. It says, Yerde Hayam, 
plural like Rashi, just like Rashi, but the Gemara has it like this, again like Rashi, different than Rashi, the Gemara says someone who was in jail and left, which is the Lashon Yachi, Rashi again had it as a plural, he says, and he says the Gemara's Lashon is very well understood, from, again, from that which is the most common, he says, He says, The way of the world is people do not go on ships or go on caravans by themselves. You dafka go with groups on a ship or groups on, with, with a caravan through the desert. He says, it's usually one person that's sick and he becomes healed. Or some one person's in jail and he becomes and he's released. It's not the common thing that it's a whole group. Of course, you know, it could be a, a epidemic like a coronavirus, but usually it's 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 these brachas historically have always been done for Yechidim. So therefore the Gemara uses it in that type of um, style. So why does Rashi change it? Habir now so to explain what Rashi is accomplishing over here, we need to really understand the uh, what the order of the of, of the parshas are. Parshas Vayikra explains the korbanos with their general detail and, and the, with the, the general ideas and many details, and then this parsha comes. And repeats many of those kabbanas, but gives additional details that weren't discussed yet in Parshas Vayikra. So Masha Kosov Kolacha Veach Vezoyis Teiras Hamachuven Hilarak the Pratim the Sefer Eil. I why does it say Vezoyis Teiras Hashlamin Zoyis Teiras? It's that is all coming to doesn't mean to say that this is the only place where it discusses it because it already was discussed in Parshas Vayikra, but it uses the Lashon Vezoyis Teiras. Um, to, to add these additional details. So it gives you, again, the major concepts, but it also adds the details, and that's the main reason why it's being added. This is Al-Derecha, Mefurish, Bepirish, Rashi, Betchilis, Parashazu, Al-Apostik, V'zois, Teres, Ha'ila, V'gaymer. Hari, Inginazeh, Ba'olam, in a hektar, Cholav, Me'avar, M'chulu. Hain, Shpil, Pratim, Eilu, Chazur, Akosav, Laimer, V'zois, Teres, Ha'ila, V'gaymer. As Rashi says, at the beginning of this week's parasha, on the word Zeis Teres Ayla, Lachaira, Rashi's question is, we already spoke about the Ayla in the previous week's parasha. So Rashi tells us the reason why it comes is to teach us the halakha about the burning of the fats and the avar. So because of these details, it, it begins again with the word Zeis Teres Ayla, as if it's a new thing, but it's not really a new thing. It's really adding those details. Similarly, with uh, the other Kabbanis, the Kavan of the Parsha is to add details which were not known yet, as Rashi says explicitly by many of them. He says, regarding the carbon shlomim, we find something which is very strange. The pasuk begins with zoyis tar zavah hashlomim shayakov lahashem, and that's it. 
It doesn't give you any additional concepts or ideas about the Zevech HaShlamim. Rather, the next Pasuk, it says, Im al he says, since it's not adding any details about the Zebach HaShlamim, shouldn't have that Pasuk. Rather, cut out the Pasuk, and instead, it should give, just start with Imal Taidi Yakriv, and that would be a new carbon, uh, which wasn't actually discussed earlier. Because uh, that meaning is the Taidi, we would think, just um, without Rashi, that there's, there's, there's the Pasuk that Zoyz Teres, which is a Shaila L'chayr, means extra. And then there's another Pasuk, Imal which is discussing a new carbon. The question would be, why do we have Zoyz Teres, the Pasuk of Zoyz Teres, So that's what Rashi wants to come to explain. That why do we have this extra Pasuk? Then, Rashi's coming to explain that the Toida is a type of Shlamim. So the prat that's being an, added by the Zavach, Teres HaShlamim, is, ra, is the idea of a type of Shlamim, which is called the Toida Shlamim. So, Kavanas HaLaymer, Sh'im ala Toida Bav, Behem Shechamashak Hasat V'zoyz Teres Zavach HaShlamim, Hainishet HaParshazu, Ba'al Kasat V'loysev, Oit Sug Prat B'Zavach HaShlamim, Alav Du B'Parsh V'yikra Karben Toida, meaning that the Kavanas of ala Toida is a continuation of the prior Pasuk, and it's coming to add another category and another detail in Zevach HaShlam, which is the carbon Taita. And what is it adding? Rashi tells us that it needs bread, as it's explained in this Inyan, meaning is it's all one concept over here. Rashi's stressing that this whole Parsha is all one Inyan, and the addition is that it only, uh, it's only eaten for a day and for a night, and it also needs bread. And he says, this, the proof of this Pirish, or we have to say this Pshat, because it says in the Pasik, Yakriven uh, If for a Taida you will sacrifice it, what's the it? The it must be what we said in the prior Pasik, which is the Savakhashlamin. Umikavan Shaikhala Pirushahi Matevis Yakrivanu, the Gama Kushya Nal Enemisarala Salapasak Vizois Tairas Zavakhashlamim, Alala Akshapan La Pasik Shalakra of Imala Taidi Yakrivanu. I so the Rabbi is asking, why does Rashi bring his pshat on our pasuk? Why doesn't he bring the question on and ask, or at least in between the lines, ask this pasuk is extra, and then give his answer? He says the reasoning is because we don't have a question when we're reading that Pasik. It's only when you read the next Pasik and then it starts discussing what looks like another Corbin, which is the Taida, then you can ask, Lachar, this Pasik is extra. And second of all, it's from that second Pasik, Imala Taida Yakriyuvanu, from the word Yakriyuvanu, that we actually have a proof that Taida is a type of Shlam. Because you're bringing the Taiva, Imala Taida Yakriyuvanu, that if you're being Makri the Taiva on the Shlam. Therefore, he only brings his pshat imalatayda on the pasuk imalatayda. Gimel, 
in a Amshi Inyan Zehu, Iker Chidus Purushai Alakasas. He says, even though this Inyan that we just discussed at Oiz Beis, that Rashi is coming to explain that the Taida is a type of Shlomim, and therefore the words Zois Teres Zadach Shlomim is not extra. He says, Mekol Mokim, Mefarish Rashi, Derech Agav, Betoich Divrei Purushai Hanal, Gam Dabra Muvim Bepashtus Buloi Purushai, he says, Rashi is going to explain uh, another Chiddush. Meaning is the main Chiddush is what we already said. But there's a Derech Agav, once we're already within this concept, talking about these details, therefore Rashi is going to give us another, uh, something else which is understood, to give added clarity to our Pasuk. And the reason why Rashi technically wouldn't have needed to discuss it is because it's understood from the Pesukim itself, and we know the rule of Rashi, he doesn't explain things which you can't understand. But since he already went into this topic, therefore he explains it. And we shall show the proofs of how it's, this Pshat is Mukhrach from the Pesukim, as we will see uh, as we go on. What he wants to explain, B'derach Agav, is that the chiv to bring the taida is only for these dalinism? Matanze in Rashi mefarshe bedumer fnei atzmai kaklal hamaduber kamakomim shemamakim shemefarsh beteva achas bezin yon nefradim matik Rashi oisa hateva pamne sefes kadele chalak ben inyan leinyan kibe emes moven huma atzmai rak b'derek agav mefarshe. He says this also we know a klal on Rashi when he's trying to explain two concepts he will break them into two different maskal. Even if the two concepts are in one word, but if it's two different concepts, he'll bring even the different maskal, that word twice, and explain the two concepts. But over here, he doesn't bring it into two different places because this second point is explaining a derech agav. Once we're talking about it, we will give the full clarity um, on this topic. Moving the pashtas. He says the hachrich that we're talking that the the toida is specifically for, for these four um, nisim is understood very simply. And the same thing is actually the hachrich is moving pshutei mikra, and that's actually the same hachrich what tells us the halacha and also the drash. Rashi, what's the drash? R fifteen that on every single breath a person needs to uh, praise Hashem. And we'll explain how that's connected. It's understood by Pashas that a person needs to constantly thank Hashem on everything which is done to him, for every single individual. Because every Yid knows and believes that anything that happens to him, even if it looks natural, it all comes from Hashem. But the truth is, He says, you think that you are eating from my food, but the truth is you're eating from Hashem's food, and therefore you need to thank Hashem for the food. So this is, again, this is a proof of, this is the drush, a proof of Derech HaDrash, also that everything, you need to thank Hashem for everything, even food. So just like, and it makes a lot of sense, just like someone gives you a gift, even though it's not a miraculous gift, it's just a regular gift, you thank him. Rashi 
uh, you need to thank Hashem for the gifts that He gives us. So for sure you need to thank Hashem uh, for the gifts He gives us daily. He said, this is the reason why Chazal were Masadar, all the praises and the tefillahs and the brachs that we say daily, it's all, the purpose of all of them is to thank Hashem. And we see this concept of thanking Hashem many times in the Torah. Even before Parsha Sab, we find about by uh, Avraham Avini, when Hashem promised him that he would have children and he'd get Eretz Yisrael, it said he built him his Mizbech and thanked Hashem there. And similarly, after Moshe Rabbeinu came and told the Yidin that they're going to be going uh, out of Mitzrayim, they the people bowed down and thanked Hashem. So, Al-Pizah Nimsa L'chaira, Shkol Echad M'Bnei Yisrael, Yishayv L'Habi Karben Taidu B'chol Yom V'Yom, Kama Pan V'Yom, V'Zeh Adalver Bilti Meskab Al Al-Das, he says that if you that since you need to thank Hashem for everything good that He does to you, that means that every single yid, every single day, would have to bring a carbon tummy many times a day, and that's something obviously which is not maskabel. I think that wouldn't does not seem at all logical, and that and, and definitely wasn't historically that people were bringing carbonists every single day, carbon uh, taida. And if that is the halacha, that it should have been much, that's a big deal, big chiddush, and the Torah should have said that explicitly. He says, therefore, even pshutesh mikra and talks about bringing carbon taida, it doesn't mean you're bringing one every single day. Rather, it refers to special occasions. And what is that special occasion? Something that doesn't happen, uh, which isn't so common. Uh, and therefore, since it's not common, therefore just saying a bracha, that would not be enough. Like you say a bracha to thank Hashem when you're eating something. This is something more out of the ordinary. Therefore, you need to have an added Shabbat. And therefore, you need to bring a carbon tama because of a nace. A nace is something which isn't so common that happens to a person. Therefore, that's the time that you'd have to bring a carbon. He says, but the Shailis, we know that for 40 years that the Yidin were in the desert, they got man every single day. But the Shail is the her that they had miracles that happened every single day for over 40 years. They had the man, they had the be'er shamiriam, they also had the clouds that protected them, uh, and they were all miracles. So Lachayra again, they would have to bring a carbon every single day. So the email called Nais Mukhyav and Lavi Carbon. Nusa Shakal Achava Acham Yisir the Samik Ribum Yisrael by Yisim Midbar Nishaibu. So Kumtachis, you would have to bring a carbon every single day, all six hundred thousand people again, which is not something which would be miscabal. Rather, obviously, it wasn't for every single nace 
you have to bring a carbon taida. Kimal nisim usiyam. Rather, it's only for very specific types of nes. That's the hechach of Rashi saying is it's only for these four. He says, therefore, he says, since the Tehillim brings, it says, you thank Hashem for his chasset, and he says, you bring Zivchei Tzadek, so the ones that he brings there, since we know it's not for every single miracle, so we already know that it's not for every single miracle, so therefore, when David Melch and Sefer Tehillim brings four, what we would say is it means dafka these four, and they're not just examples. Because if he's just bringing examples, then we have no uh, source to know what you would bring for, what you would not bring for. It could be for any miracle, but we know we already know from the Pesukim that it's impossible to say that it's every single miracle. It's only for particular ones. Therefore, when David Melch bring these four, that would be the proof that it's specifically these four. Four. He says, since we, it's muchrich already, again, it's muchrich to say that it's not in every single miracle, rather it's for specific ones. So therefore, since in Tehillim it explains four, so it makes sense that they're not being used as a dogma, rather it's dafka, that only in these ones bring a carbon taida. And the Rebbe adds another detail, especially the Sefer Tehillim brings four. If it was just to bring examples, why bring four examples? Bring one or two examples, and we understand the concept. But brings four, the reason why you bring so many examples is because they're not examples. Because it's rather, these are the only times you bring it. But nonetheless, Rashi doesn't just bring the Pasuk and say V'chulu or V'goymer and look over there to see. Rather, he brings what the four are. Why? He says, because when it says, it's a continuation of the part of the capital that talks about a chayla that becomes healed. So someone can learn the Pasuk and assume, oh, this time it's just a chayla shenisrapa that has to bring a carbon. Therefore, Rashi brings all four to let you know that it's, that Pasuk is not just something that's going on the Chayla, rather it's going on all four of them. And the reasoning is because there's no, it's not logical to really differentiate between uh, any of these miracles. As, because as you see by all of them, it all has that same stanza of Hoydul Hashem, Geulay Hashem. All of them are saying the same type of praise. So why would the praise be the same? And all of a sudden, by the carbon dafka, it's only by one. The it's just like the praise is the same, uh, and the thanking of Hashem is the same. Also, the carbon would be the same. Ah, so right, v'chulu. Then you know it means all the other ones. He says, because if you only vote V'chulu, what's the only one that comes after the Chayil Shinesrapa? Uh, that's Yerde Hayam. So if you put V'chulu, you say, okay, there's two uh, cases where you have to bring a carbon. Therefore, he also has to bring that which was before it. So he also has to bring the whole Chamid Baris, and then write V'chulu. 
So since anyways, you have to mention all four, and then you have to also say Therefore, Rashi says all four that need to thank Hashem. He name Akasharashi Mafar Koladala Nisim Nitsarakul Fartim Dafki Bas Sedush Mavim. Now we're going to discuss why does Rashi bring in this particular order. He says Bapashus Muvin Kshak Shakashir Matila Mala Adam Ezihiv Bikashum Ura Mesuyim. Hine imbidide havi uvda nokalobi yesulov and prati inyin tamakiv vhulu. He says it's understood, again when you're trying to explain an idea to a person. Uh, and you tell them that you have a certain obligation to certain events that happen, when you give an example of something that happened to that person, it, then it makes it much more real for him. So you're saying, oh, you need to do this when A, uh, B, and C happen. So if you give him examples that are relatable to him, that are day-to-day activities, day-to-day events, then he could really relate to that halacha and it sticks with him. Masha'inkin, if you give him examples that are not at all relevant, it's quickly forgotten because he doesn't think it's relevant to him. First of all, so when you're going to tell the Yidin about that they have to bring a carbon, first of all, you're going to tell them the Chiv about miracles that happened to them. And second of all, it's Kane Muvin, she Naslam, Kamama Nisim, Shalem, Chayavim, Carbon Taita, Sarchla Haskir, Alpia Seder, Shanaslam. So also understood that if many of these miracles already occurred to them, you're first going to mention in the Seder the ones that were done to them, and according to the order that was done to them, meaning is you're going to, something happened in 1992, you say 1992 one, then you say the one happened in 1993, and then you say the one that happened in 1994. And only afterwards would you tell them the fourth uh, type of miracle which never occurred to them, but if it ever happens, then you need to bring the carbon. So he named Hadal and Nisim Shalem Chayavim Carbon Taida Nasla Venezuel Shlesha. Ubeseda Shamana Isam Rashi. So from the Dalanism that were done to them, uh, from the Dalanism, only three actually happened, Venezuel, and Rashi counts them according to the Seder that had occurred to Venezuel. The first thing that happened was Abru Sayyam. They went, they traveled in the desert. Only afterwards, Hashem um, said that they're going to be in the desert for 40 years, which is like jail. So, only their children went out after 40 years. So, that's, so even though the miracle part didn't happen to them, but the being in that situation of the desert is happened to them, and they felt the tsar, and they understood that if they would get out of the desert, that would be something to thank Hashem for. So, how did they know that they're going to be in the desert for 40 years at this point in time? This point in time, Lachar, is before the time of the Miraglim, before they had the punishment to stay in the, the desert. He says, It's Alpipirish Rashi, Alapasik, to the aim of Sit Amai Begamer. It says by Azyashu that Hashem is going to bring them and plant them in. And, and which we're saying is referring to not them, but their children. So even though Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that said this, so they're, meaning to be Amoy, they will be planted, they will be brought. But Yisrael also sang it, so they're saying about someone else, someone else is going to be brought. So they knew that they themselves were not going to be there. 
He says, so that could be one shot. He says, this is just the chiduda uh, for sharpening to give you this interesting shot that maybe they knew. So, but nonetheless, since they were in the, they knew they were going to be in the desert for forty years, and therefore they felt that sar, and they knew they wouldn't be coming out. But pashtus, they did not know. I, I why did they use those lashinus? That was the lashon of the shear, but it was a kind of concept that they made in nevuah. But they didn't know themselves what they were prophesizing about. They didn't understand that that's what the words meant. It wasn't referring to them. It was referring to their children. So what is, what did they know? What type of feeling of tsar did they have being in the desert? Pashat. He says, It was the 40 days that they had to stay in Midbar Sinai. Um, after Moshe, uh, until Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain. They felt that they're chavish, they're in, in a place of darkness and, and in the shadow of death. Therefore, it's understood the order. He first said, Then it says, And then afterwards, Which is, That even in that situation, you'd be chayv in a carbon taida. Um, look at R32, a very interesting idea. He says, The famous mimer of Baruch Gaimel of Fidukrab after Yudbez and Yudgimel Tamus. So he said, he said a mimer on Baruch Gaimel. And he brings an order which, not like Rashi, not like the Gemara, not like the Psukim. Ki Maskel, he rather began with Bechoylish and Esrapa, Bechavish Yitzbe Sasurim, Kamaida Isaac Fiasadish Irulai Oz, because rather he was counting them according to the order that happened to, the, to, to himself. First, we know at the beginning of the Fidukabas Nasius he became sick and then he was healed. And afterwards, he went into jail and then he had a Geula, and therefore he counts it in that order. So now we can see the Diuk in the Fidukabas Mimer. Back in the Pnim. Apiza moving Gamkein Lama Kaisiv Rashi. Gimel and Yanim Habershani Belashim Rabbit. Veravi Belashin Yachin. Gimel Gimel and Nisim Hershan Iulachal Ben Israel. Mash Akin has heard This answers another question. We asked why in the Gemara it says uh, two of them Belashin Rabbim, and it says two of them, which was the Chaylish and Srapish, and going out of the jail, Belashin Yachin. And then, but Rashi only says one Belashin Yachin. Now it's understood because Rashi is discussing the Pasik. In the Chumash, and he's discussing how Moshe Rabbeinu explained these halachas Bnei Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the Bnei Yisrael how it occurred to them. So therefore, first, since these first three things actually occurred to Bnei Yisrael as a group, therefore he said it in Lashna group. And the fourth thing, which is Chaylish and Israpa, which is usually something which happens on their own, and it wasn't something that occurred to the Bnei Yisrael as a group. Therefore, it remained in the Lashna, which was a Chaylish and Israpa. Ula. He says, but he points out, it's not the Kavana that they themselves were to bring a carbon taida on these miracles. Because these miracles and these occurrences that happened in Israel while they were in the desert, they actually had no chashas They were never in a dangerous situation. 
because they always went al pi Hashem. Hashem guided them in their derech, and therefore there wasn't any sakana. Therefore, halachically, they wouldn't have actually had the chiv to bring a taida because they were never in a situation of danger. Ella, this is the point. But they understood through these events that occurred to them that, that if this would have occurred in a natural, in a derech tevedika way, in a similar situation, it would have been a sakana. Meaning is if they didn't have this special divine protection, then they understood, they understood going through the yam or going to the midbar, that would have been quite uh, dangerous for them. And therefore they would have been chayv a carbon taida. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling. He wasn't giving any examples of when they themselves would have been mukwiyav a carbon taida. Rather, he's giving them examples of situations that they felt and they understood the tsar and the thank you that they would give to Hashem if they didn't have this divine protection and nonetheless they were safe. So there was asking now a child in the order that Rashi brings. He says, being in, coming out of jail should have been the first thing, because the Yidim were first in Mitzrayim, and they left Mitzrayim. And L'chayr Mitzrayim would have been considered a jail. He says, he says, oh, you want to give, maybe you want to give halachic to answer. You're going to say that when they left Mitzrayim, they didn't have the mitzvah yet of carbon taida. So for Moshe Rabbein, you can't give them an example of them leaving Mitzrayim because there was no chiv at that time. He says, but that's, so the Rebbe answers, that's not really a good answer because the point of Moshe Rabbeinu giving these examples was not to tell them that they were mechuyiv, rather it was to tell them examples for them to understand the tsar and the stress that they would be in, and in that, those types of situations, they'd have to bring a carbon taita in similar situations. And, and just like by Kriyas Yamsuf, would be a similar idea. They weren't mechuyiv to bring the carbon taita, but the, that was still brought as an example so they can understand what the danger of Yerde Hayam is. Okay, so again, the question is, why is why don't we say Chavushe Beis Asurim is referring to Mitzrayim? And then Rashi should have mentioned that as the first example. He says the, to sweeten uh, the Lashon of Rashi. Sweeten means it's not really a question, but once you have the Pshat, it makes the Lashon a lot better. So his question is why Rashi Lechayr could have just used the lashon of chavushim that they were if someone who's in jail and, and understood that you're you're going to bring the carbon or thank you once you get out of jail. So why did he have to say meaning right chavushim and it's understood that they're they're obviously chavish in a jail and when you get out that's when you would bring it. Why do you have to specify oh they're chavushim in the base of they're oh, they're chavish they're in they're they're tied in jail. Obviously, they're in jail. Where else would they be chavishim? Rather, Rashi is being medayik. He's saying it's because being in jail is not enough. Being in quarantine would not be mechayv to bring a carbon taida. Rather, you has to be quarantined in a jail. 
But if you had a house arrest, that, that would not be mechaibi to bring a carbon. And the proof and the source of Rashi is from the passing until that says they're living in darkness and the shade of death and they're tied with the suffering and with the, with the iron. So it says Klar that what does it mean? It means in a place of darkness. And your house is not considered a place of darkness and death. It's a comfortable place. So even though if you can't leave there, that would not, that's not when you're hyped to bring. It has to be in jail that you can't leave, but also in jail in a place. The mockim is very integral. It's not just Mitzad the Gavra, that the Gavra is not allowed to leave a certain place. The Pasuk and Tilm is telling us it's also Mitzad the mocking. The Mitzad the mocking itself, it has to be a place where you are, uh, where it, it's on its own at some place, which is also uncomfortable. So there's a combination of two. The person can't leave, and also the place that the person can't leave from is a place of darkness. He says, therefore, it's understood why we can't count Mitzrayim and use that as an example of someone who's in jail because they weren't in jail in Mitzrayim. Um, they weren't in a place of darkness. On the contrary, they were in the land of Goshen, which we said was the best of the lands of Mitzrayim. I, they suffered there, they were slaves there, but going out of slavery is not one of the four things that you thank Hashem for. It has to be going out of jail. And we said jail is specifically an idea that, again, the person can leave and also it's not the place it's bad. But the place where the Bnei Yisrael were, weren't bad. They weren't allowed to leave and they also had slavery, but those are not things that you thank Hashem for through a carbon taida. You have to thank Hashem, but not with a carbon. Which is a mockim when they were there for, as we said, the 40 days when they were stuck in the Midbar, uh, when they're waiting for Moshe Rabbein to come down from Har Sinai, that was a place of danger. It was a place of darkness where we say scorpions and snakes, etc., a place with no water. Uh, and therefore, that was the good example. But that was the third thing that happened to them, and therefore it's mentioned third in Rashi. So this is the explanation, really the first part of the Sicha, which explains that Rashi. Now we're going to part two of the Sicha, which we're going to explain a halacha in the Altar of the Shulchanach. We're going to ask from what we just, from this whole thing that we just learned, from Allah and the altar of the Shulchanach. He says like this, He says there is a minig that the three matzis, we have three matzis by the Seder night, so the measurement they would use, they would use a measurement which was one isarain, which is a measurement they used in the times of the Talmud. And so they'd use one isarin of kamach. Uh, for the three matzahs. Now, why would they use one isarn of kamach? It's very simple. Because by, when they brought the carbon taida, they had to bring, a little background, they had to bring four different types of bread. One of them was chametz, 
And then there were three types of matzah. So the three matzahs, what was the measurement that they had to bring for those three uh, matzahs? It was one isarin for the three matzahs. So one isarin of kamach for three matzahs was brought for the carbon taida. So as a zecher to that, uh, we also make the three matzahs of the seder with one isarin because it's in a way of saying thank you Tashem for taking us out of jail, taking us out of Mitzrayim. Lafichach, he says, Anu oisim gamken gimom matzis li isarin. Zecher lalach mitoida shayetzin in beis asurim chayiv lahavi toida. He says, therefore, we make the gimom matzis for one isarin as a zecher for the breads of the toida that one would bring when he left jail and he had to bring a toida. So, anu, but pasach yitzanu beis asurim mishibim mitzrayin lafichach anu oisim zecher lach mitoida. And we, um, we also left jail because we left the shibud, the slavery of Mitzrayim. Um, therefore, we have to do this zecher for the bread of the taida. So the shaila is harshagam mitzrayim nech nech shabbos kebeis asur machayev carbon taida. So zok chalar the alter rebbe that we also left the beis asur. We also left jail from the shibud mitzrayim. So the alter rebbe zok chalar that leaving the shibud mitzrayim that is considered leaving jail. So lachayev the alter rebbe is not according to the shita of Rashi. Because remember, Rashi says it's not just that you were, were unable to leave and you were in a place of slavery and suffering. It has to be the makim itself was bad. But Mitzrayim, the makim itself wasn't bad. But the Alter Rebbe is saying, Klar, that leaving Mitzrayim, the shibud that they had there, that would be considered leaving a jail. He says, Avol be'emes kadayakis shapir ha'kushi hil'idich kisa. He says, when you medai clearly, you see the question is not really on Rashi. The question is really on the Alter Rebbe. he says, the Alter Rebbe himself paskins that someone who's in jail. But he says, what does jail mean? And he says it needs to be that either he was uh, in jail because of iske nefashis, and then he left, or it was for monetary issues. And he explains, what does that mean? It's only if he was for iske moment, it has to be specifically be, that he was suffering with kavle barza. So being in Kavle Barzel, in iron fetters, that would be considered a place which was uh, a danger and a uh, place of darkness and suffering. So the Altar also it has to be Bekavle Barzel. So it seems like a little bit of a stira. Because uh, in Mitzrayim, we know they were not in Kavle Barzel. They were in a good place. So it seems like a stira that in Mitzrayim they're living in Eretz Gaishan, and the Altar of himself paskins that it had to be Bekavle Barzel. So what would be the pshat? So Zayin. So to answer this question, we have to first discuss another question, and then we can get back to it. Admar Zakin Kaisif. V'noyigim imedinas elu shalai la emra mizmer l'sayda b'shabes v'yamtif she'ain taida kreva behem. Chaim b'mei pesach ain taida kreva mishum chamet shabai v'chaim b'er pesach achulu. He says the minig is not to say the capital mizmer l'sayda after Baruch Shamar on Shabbos and Yamtif. Why? Because you would not bring a carbon taida on Shabbos v'yamtiv. You don't bring taidas on Shabbos v'yamtiv. Therefore, we don't say that capital on Shabbos v'yamtiv. And similarly, on Erev Pesach and on Pesach, you don't even on Durin Chalamayid, we don't say the Mizmor of Saida 
because you wouldn't bring a taida because there's chametz. As remember, there's one of the types of uh, breads they brought was a chametz bread. So he's a clore that we don't do a zecher for the carbon taida on Pesach, even through a diba, because there's chametz inside of it. So why would we have a minig to do a pu'ula, not just a dibur? You're actually doing something. You're doing an act, which acts always halakhically have more significance than words as a zecher for the carbon taida on the night of Pesach. He says this is really a kavachaymer. Meaning is this, that if it's dibur ba'asr, it's going to be asr to do a pula. That's a kavachaymer for sure to be asr. He says, Tam he says, there's really, it's machleikis if you're allowed to say mizmor l'sayda on Shabbos and Yantif and on Pesach. It's a machleikis. We pass and we don't, but it's a machleikis. And the Torah explains the opinion that holds that you would uh, say mizmor l'sayda. So he explains like this. He says, it's not a chashat. It's like, oh, if you're going to say mizmor l'sayda, then maybe when Mashiach comes, and you bring and, and um, Pesach comes, you're going to think, just like I was able to say the Mizra Lusayda on Pesach, I'm also allowed to bring a card in Tabit. He says, people will not make such a mistake. Why? He says, because we don't say this capital because of the carbon taida. As I actually explained, that they said Mizma when the carbon was actually brought. This was the song they sang while the carbon taima was being uh, makriv in the base of Migdash. He says, but we're not saying it as a carbon taida. Rather, we're saying it as a thank you to Hashem for constantly protecting us. Similar to the idea what we were mentioning at the earlier, that every single day you thank Hashem. So they could pick this capital to thank Hashem daily for. It was obviously not as a to be in the place of the carbon taida, because again, a person doesn't need to bring a carbon taida every day. And the Bach says that all this, that the Chazal were misakin it because all the shiris, all the songs are going to be in this battle, except for Mizbul Saida. Therefore, you shouldn't stop saying it. The opinion that argues on the Torah and what the Beis Yosef is saying, they were hold the reason why you don't say it on Pesach and Shabbos Yantav is because the Korban Taida is actually, was Nisakin um, to be the place of the Korban Taida. So the, the, according to the, this opinion that we, we don't say it on Pesach, the, the Mizmah Saida is in the place, was Nisakin in the place of the actual bringing of the Korban Taida. And we're going to Say l'chayra that we don't know what that's a machlekes that the uh, that in the rishonim, but and the poiskin. But um, let's see what the Alter Rebbe holds. V'chei mashma l'chayra das admar zaken dehu kaisif sarich leimar parshas hakaban mesum umed v'chei minz malatzayda dergmas hakavas and shayisam umed. He says you need to bring the, when you say the parshas hakaban uh, on a daily basis. He says you should say it standing. Because the kabbanis were always brought standing, and he also says mizbelasayda should be also done standing. So lachayr, why would you have to do mizbelasayda standing? Because it was similar to the kabbanis. So lachayr kuktachayis that the mizbelasayda was was uh, in the place of the carbon. When the parsha's kapanim the Alter Rebbe says regarding the parsha of kabbanis, 
He says, whoever brings the Eila, whoever learns about the Torah, is like he's Therefore, a person should say daily all the different types of Kabbanas, even the Taida. Again, this is the Psukim in the Chumash. We're not, the author is not talking about Mizmah Lasaida. That's a pitil in Tehillim. Rather, they would say the Korban of the Taida daily. And the point of saying all the Kabbanas is because it's like you brought them. So, so by learning about and saying these parts of the Torah, it's like you brought that carbon itself, and therefore you should say it standing. So why would you have to stand also in Mizdal Saida? So he says it because it's similar to the Akavas and Shaysim Umid. And why would you have to say it while you're standing? Because by saying the Parshish, you're like you're being makriv the carbon. So by saying Mizdal Saida, it's as if you brought the carbon Taida. So according to this, it's understood the reasoning why you do not, the psaq that you don't say it in Shabbos, because it's like you're bringing the carbon taimed, and obviously you don't bring a carbon taimed on Pesach. That would seem to be the sheet of the Alta Rebbe, and this is not the Alta Rebbe's opinion. Why the fish call us? She always has seen the bottle of chutzmah mizla saida. Now the rabbi brings the reasoning of the back. He says there's a minute to add the capital of mizla saida. Why? Because all the songs will be in this bottle, except for this thank you uh, song of mizla saida. And he says, furthermore, you actually should stretch out. Since it's such a special song, you should actually also say it longer with a tune, with a nigina. So even the Alter Rebbe says the reason why we're saying it is not because it's in the place of a carbon time, but rather because it's a song that should never be stopped saying. So according to the Alter Rebbe, why does the Alter Rebbe hold you're not supposed to say it on Shabbos? It's not because, again, according to the Alter Rebbe, it's clear that it's not in the place of the carbon taida. He's off the sklar. Rather, we're saying it because it's a shir that will never be nifsak. So if it's just because it's a shir, then he should go like the Bach and the Beis Yosef and the Tur, that you are allowed to say, because you're allowed to sing songs, especially songs which are just thanking Hashem on Shabbos and on Pesach. So Muchach Leimar, so we have to say, according to Alter Rebbe, that even though it's not said in the play, uh, in order to uh, be in the place of a carbon, nonetheless, since you're mentioning the union of the carbon tamid when you sing this song, uh, therefore you should not say it at a time that uh, when the base uh, when in the base mikdash itself they would not have brought that carbon. And this is also the same reason why you would say it. You should say it standing, meaning because since we're any, we're mentioning the idea of the carbon tabit, so since the the carbon taida and since the carbon taida cannot be brought on Pesach, therefore you should not say it on Pesach. Or in other words, the in other words, this is the this is the song that they would say um, when they're bringing the carbon, the carbon taida, the carbon taida has chametz on it. So would it be proper to sing during Pesach the song that's talking about a korban that w- w- has chametz within it? 
or would it be proper to sing the Mizmullah Saida on Shabbos, uh, which talks about a type of carbon that you're actually not allowed to bring on Shabbos? So it's not a proper thing to do. And that's why the Alter Rebbe says you're not allowed to bring it. Meaning it's not, it's not because it's in the place of the carbon Taida and you're not allowed to have a Taida on Pesach. No, it's nothing to do with that, just a song. But it's rather because the Tong talks about things which are not done on a Shabbos or a Yantav, therefore we don't sing such songs. Im Kain. And now we're going back to the Kabbalah So, even saying B'dibur, this song, which is talking about really thanking Hashem, but it mentions B'derech Agav within the capital, the idea of that you're coming to the gates of Hashem with a Taida. So it mentions it. So even though it wasn't Nesakim for that reason, according to the Alter Rebbe, then Allah has come of a Kamash in Lassus Pulash Zecher HaKarben Taida Mamash. He says, He says, If you can't even do a dibur, or then for sure you should not be allowed to do a pu'ula, which is zecher to the carbon taita mamish. It's a pu'ula. And second of all, it's not just a derech agav, it's mamish for that reason. We're bringing it uh, a sarin for the three matzahs as a zecher. Clearly for that reason. It's mamish, you know, uh, one, one plus one equals two. So how could you do that? So, he says this idea, the source of bringing three matzahs from one isarin comes to the rush and the Mordechai. And the rush and Mordechai show him that. But the Mordechai and the rush bring different reasons. But rush, it's reaching give him matzahs, but lately Pesach, Ketish, Tiyanabesh, Lamesh, Kabachol, Yontif. Is the reason why we have three matzahs is two of them is for because you're supposed to have two shleimus like every yantif, and then the third one is because you have to have to have the matzah for lachamayim. He says as a minig to make the three matzahs. From one isarin, which is a zecher to the taida that someone who left jail would bring the three types of the matzah, the chalas, and the tikin, um, the chalas, rikikin, and revucha from one isarin. So that's, and that's basically the same reason the Alter Rebbe brings. Ulam hamordechai kasev, kasev, lechein sarach shleish shmatze zecher lelach mitaida kamerin dalat srich lahidis. Obalach mitaida haya gimel mini matzah. He says the reason why we bring the three matzahs, meaning as according to the Mordechai, he's saying the three matzahs themselves are a zeichel for the three matzahs that they brought by the Lach Mitaida. Right, because remember, there's four types of breads they brought for the Lach Mitaida, ten of each. So you had ten which were literally chametz. So of course we're not going to have any zecher for that on Pesach. But then you had three other matzahs which they brought ten of each matzah um, for the carbon taita. But b'diyaved, if you brought one of each, meaning as one chametz plus one of each types of matzahs, you'd be yitz b'diyaved. So on Pesach we want to do a zecher. So we bring three matzahs on Pesach similarly to the three matzahs that you would bring b'diyaved for the Korban Taita. 
He says, so there's a difference between the two. He says, regarding the din of taking three matzahs, the Rosh, Rosh writes a different reason. The reason, again, is two for Yantif, one from Lachamayin. And the Zecher, what's the Zecher that we do? The, the reason, the Zecher is just the, um, that you use one Isarn. Right? So the Zecher for the Isarn is just that, you, uh, for, the, for the Taita, is that you take one Isarn for the Taita. But according to the Mordechai, what is the reason we have Gilamatzis? It's, it's, it's for the Zecher, for the Lachmitaida. The Karunasal asks on the Rosh, he says, What's the point of bringing three matzis? The Har, you're supposed to bring 40. Three matzis is not a Zechar for the Karun because you brought 40. So he says, No, because Bidiyavad, um, if you only brought four, you'd be Yitzi. And three would have been matzis, and one of them's Chametz. So you brought, so the three. Matzahs that we bring on the night of uh, the Seder night is for the Zeich of the three matzahs that I would have brought for the Taita. That's how he wants to answer the Rosh. But according to what we just explained, that's not what the Rosh is trying to say at all. The he says, according to what we explained, there's not even a question because the, the Rosh is saying we bring three the three that we bring is not a zecher for the taida. The three that we bring is for a different reason. The only zecher that we have is that it's brought from one isarim. And that's exactly how it was done even by the time of the Beis Amikdash. You had uh, 30 matzahs that we were brought. So you brought 10 isarim to make 30 matzahs. So kumta that three matzahs was from one isarim, right? 30 from 10. So three from one. So his question is not even a question. And he said, even if you needed three thirty bidiyavid, it would still be understood what the rush is trying to say. The zecher was not with the number. The zecher was that we use the same amount of flour. So even if you want to say that you need 30, even b'diyavid, it wouldn't be a good carbon taida, it doesn't really make a difference because even if you use 30, you still had one isarin for three matzahs. And that's the zecher that we're also doing on the night of Pesach. Mash'enken la Mordechai. Shehuskar shehazecher la carbon taida. He says, according to the Mordechai, that the Zecher is, that you're, the number, so if 30 was Ma'akiv and three, bringing three matzahs for the carbon type did garnish and did nothing, then why would you bring three matzahs on the night of Pesach? Why would you eat three matzahs on the night of Pesach for the Zecher of the Taida? It doesn't even work for the Taida. What's the Zecher? It's nothing. The three, if you brought a carbon taida with three matzahs, it would basically be possible. Alamai must be the, the, the Mordechai is explaining that the Evid, if you brought the three matzahs with, of course, one chametz one, you would be yoytzin. Therefore, on the night of Pesach, we do the zecher for the three matzahs. Ich um, Echad 
who lefishim often b'diavad arba yatsa. Dar dinza who dafkim ofa as a gimel hamatzis meesara esreinim. Minidu de don ar isin as a gimel hamatzis meesara nachad. He has another very interesting point. He says we said halachically if you brought three matzis you're yitzu b'diavad. But remember you had to bring. What, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to bring 10 Isaran and make that 10 Isaran into 30 Matas. But the Evid, if you took the 10 Isaran and made three massive Matas and you brought these three massive, massive Matas with, with the 10 Isaran, you would be Yoytzi. But that's not what we're doing anyways on the night of Pesach. We're not bringing three Matas with, uh, you know, with that 10 Isaran. We're just doing one Isaran. So anyways, even with the Evid, that would be possible. If you brought three matzahs from one isarin, is possible for the carbon taida. So therefore, what would be the purpose of the zecher? So what would the Mordechai do with that issue? he says, according to the Mordechai, we, we're not really, we don't really care about the measurements. The whole zecher, according to the Mordechai, is the number. So we're saying the number three, Bidi Evid, is Yaitzi. So therefore, we have three on the night of Pesach. And the Mordechai doesn't really care about the measurements. Remember, he doesn't say that we bring three matzahs from one Isar. He never said that. All he said is we bring three. Why three? Because Bidi Evid, three is good. But he doesn't really care how much you would bring. Because Taka, according to him, if you brought up from one Isar, three matzahs from one Isar, that would that would be a bad zecher because that would be a zecher which is actually possible. Tess. Alpia now moving. Shechila gadol ben tamarash v'tamar Mordechai v'negel in yonenu. Mordechai misper hamatzus hazecher lekarben hatayda. Har eisim epayol begol zecher lekarben hatayda. Mashinkin laharash misper hamatzus humetamacher. Shar eisim gimel elu mekamis m'siyam shalom kamach har begol ein nikar shum zecher lekarben hatayda. He says, according to this, there's a very big difference between the reasoning of the Mordechai and the Rosh, um, how it's relevant to us. He says, the Mordechai, it's the number of the matzahs which is the zecher. So when you see the three matzahs on Pesach, that is supposed to remind you, according to this meaning, of the three matzahs of the, of, of the, um, of the taida. Right? So when you're seeing the three matzahs on your Seder plate, you're thinking out of Kain, Levi, Yisrael. You can think about that also. But according to the Mordechai, you have to think about the Korban Taida. So it's Begoli. It's a very revealed type of uh, indication. But according to the, Mordechai, uh, the, the Rosh, the number has nothing to do with it. Rather, it's the measurement. So when you're looking at your matzahs on the Seder night, you actually don't really see any Zecher. Uh, maybe the one who bakes it realizes that. But you do not see recognizable any type of connection to the carbon taida. And just to make it even a, like a little bit sweeter, remember, you're, you're supposed to bring 10 isarin for 30 matzahs. But technically, you could have had one matzah that weighed 9 isarin and 29 matzahs that had 1 isarin. It's just, the zecher is that you're taking the average. You take the 30 isarin, uh, the 10 isarin, and you divide it by 30 matzahs. It comes out 3 matzahs per one isarin. But technically, you could do any measurements you want. So when you're looking even at the matzahs, 
you're not necessarily, even within those three matzahs itself, it could be one that's thick and the other two which are very thin. You do not see, while looking at it, that it's an Isaran. And definitely, even if you knew it was Isaran, that's not necessarily even a clear Zecher to the Taida, because they didn't even need to, make, need to make it in that way. They could have made it differently. It's that the only thing is that's the average of how it was made. In the Anmar, Zok and Hare Kaisev, Betam, Likichas Gimel Matzis, Kaharosh. explains the reason of the taking the three matzahs like the rosh, two for like every yantif, and the last one was the lechem oini, the broken matzah. And he then he writes that the reason why we have one isarin. That's the zechver. The Torah exactly worked the rush. So according to the Alter Rebbe, there's no revealed zechver uh, for the korban Torah. While pizem moving, shtein stir lezam mehapsaktin shen eivim mizbul asayda bepesach. Mizbul asayda maskir begolay as a korban Torah. The chayin l'noyim la eim rai b'yoyim shein makriven korban Torah. He says, now it makes sense. You don't say the capital of Mizmul because in that capital, it mentions clearly the carbon Tadmi, and therefore it's not the proper thing to say it on Pesach when we don't have comments, and you don't bring the carbon Tadmi. In our situation, there is no, there is no Zecher which is clear, um, there's no clear zecher when you have the matzahs in front of you. It's just behalim that you're using a type of combination that uh, symbolizes a thank you to Hashem. So symbolizing a type of thank you to Hashem, a symbolic one, um, that's okay. That wouldn't be uh, really reminding you of the toida and exactly how the toida was made and that it was made with lechem and you were allowed to bring it on Pesach. das Harash, ain has zeicher lelachmatay de zeicher gamor. According to what we're saying, that the zeicher of the Alter Rebbe is not a zeicher gamor. Yesh leimer, shema shakasif, v'anu bepesach yitzanu beisasurim. He gam came al derech zeh. It's Rai Mahari who rake ain beisasurim. Blay beisasurim a chayiv carbon taida. He says. Also, he says, when the Alter Rebbe says we make the Zecher for, because we left Mitzrayim, which was, uh, which was a base of Surim, it means it was Ke'en, it was similar base of Surim. It wasn't literally halachically considered a base of Surim. Meaning it's just like we're not bringing a Korban Taida, and the Zecher that we're having for the Korban Taida is not a Begilui, exactly the same thing that they were bringing in the base of Migdash, which would have been Kosher B'diyeva, like the Mordechai saying. It's just a Zecher, like it's the same comments, so it's like it has a, a semblance. Uh, to it, a resemblance to it. So same thing would also be uh, the base of Surim. The base of Surim of Mitzrayim had a resemblance to it because uh, they weren't allowed to leave and they, they suffered there. But halakhically, it didn't have the halakha of leaving a base of Surim because they, as we said, it wasn't a place of darkness and, and, and suffering. It was a place inside itself. And then that's how you would pierce the bar. The fichach anu oisim gam kem gimel matzis li sarn zecher, which is a remez bava, lalach mitayda. He says this also fits in his words. He's saying, therefore, we make Gimel Matzis with one Isarim, which is a Zecher. What does a Zecher mean? It means it's a Remez. It's not clear. It's a hint. It's a hint. 
Like I'm saying one thing and it's referring to something else. What's what a hint is? Um, and why? Because on Pesach we went left from a jail. Meaning is it's it's like a jail. It's a Ramaz bovad. It wasn't mamish a base serum which mechayv to bring a carbon tamin and therefore we do something which is just a cane. But tumtuk al pizai sefas admar zakim shimit srim the lachayr mekavin shakasav anu pesach hisanu base serum. Now we can understand another deek in the Rebbe. Why does he use the words, on Pesach we left the Beis HaSurim, and he says, from the, from the slavery of, of Mitzrayim, the subjugation of Mitzrayim. We just said he left Beis HaSurim. He's trying to explain to you that wasn't literally a jail. He says, what do I mean when I say that they left the jail? It means from the shibud, from this um, subjugation of, uh, of Yerushalayim, of, uh, of Mitzrayim. Um, so, Yerav. So, Haram Mahana, the lesson. The lesson is like this. Anytime that a Yid is found in Shibim Mitzrayim, he's found in Golis, meaning uh, every Golis is called Mitzrayim. So Lemoyer said he has all the good, he lives in a good country, and he lives in a, uh, and he has a nice home. But nonetheless, you have to realize, and it's not halachically a jail, but it's something which is similar to a jail because you still have a shibut. It's similar to a place of choshech samavis. It has a dogma to it. Because the truth is, when you're still in Golis, and Lakus is not mere begili in a revealed way, and the, the Lakus is uh, like, like in a jail in that sense, in a place of darkness, meaning is that they, it's in a place of darkness because the locus can't be revealed, it's covered over, it's dark where it is, it's a place of klipa, um, that's, that's a type of that's a type of basisurim. Therefore it's understood that every single day we have to be machak, we need a hope that have Mashiach Wakam. And he'll take us out of the base of Haruchni and the base of Surim Hagashmi and bring us quickly to our days. And therefore, of course, we have to realize that. And the more that we realize that we're in Golis, therefore, the more that we are Mechaket for Mashiach to come. And of course, the more that we will do and uh, do good deeds and learn more tire of in order to bring the BS Mashiach, the Mehira Biyamenu. Mamish Amen.